Hello and welcome to Harry's Strictly Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Surplus, and I'm here on my brand new podcast to give you my opinions and most importantly, my scores on this year's dances. So sit back, relax, grab your sparkles, and let's get on with the show. Week five is where it's at. I am so, so impressed with every single couple this week. They brought something new to the dance floor. They brought a different feel. Just the show felt so right this week. I absolutely loved it. The standard of dancing is just completely off the chart. It's so much higher, I think, than other week fives. And I think now the couples are getting technique under their belt. They, you know, they've been here for over a month now. They are totally understanding each dance. And I just think it's incredible. Such a great show. And some real high scores this week. Welcome back to another episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. I hope you're all well. We're back at it again for another week. It's episode seven now, so we're getting on to quite a a few episodes here. Hopefully, you're enjoying the podcast, like I say, each week. Let me know your opinion on the dances this week. I just thought they were just fantastic. Some couples just completely shone. I think the selection of dances were just great. I'm looking here. We had two rumbas. We'll talk about the rumbas in a moment. We had a Charleston. We had a Samba, a Salsa. We had two Viennese Waltzes. We had an Argentine Tango. Uh, We had a Foxtrot, an American Smooth. And we were supposed to have a Cha Cha in there as well. But as you are aware, Judy and Graziano had to pull out for this week because they've tested positive, which is a real shame. I do think it is. And I also think it's a little bit risky now. And I say that because we're getting into the competition and we're getting into those higher weeks that it's not the best time, I don't think. I know Judy can do nothing about it and she's following the rules, but it's not the best time to be pulling out of the competition. The reason I say that is because the other couples are training more they've got more experience on the dance floor and also you've got to get the audience on your side and in Judy's case she's been in the dance off last week and the week before that I think so it looks as though the public aren't wanting to save her for whatever reason that is I don't know so I'm worried a little bit for Judy hopefully next week she comes and does a great routine that's absolutely mind-blowing because I just don't want her to be forgotten about a little bit and you know because she wasn't here this week but I hope she's resting and I hope she returns next week feeling much better. Let's get started talking about week five. The first couple to take to the dance floor in week five was Dan and Nadia with a Viennese waltz. Now, I love this dance because it's got a different element to it than just a normal waltz. You can add a little bit more to it and I really, really, really like it. I think Dan did a great job here. I do. I think he's able to, and I think I've said this in previous episodes of the podcast, but he's able to adapt himself to every dance and he gives every dance 100%. There was some great turns in there. I saw a natural turn, a reverse turn, and he 
did attempt a fleckle as well and it was quite clean footwork it could have just maybe been a little bit more compact but it was there and he attempted it it was smooth as he moved across the floor he looked very smart and I like that about it he really took the style of the dance with him and the connection between him and Nadia was just great it really shone and it was emphasized through the music and the dance and the movement it was very graceful across the floor in the Viennese waltz though you should never rise above your height there should be very minimal rise and fall and for me it just felt ever so slightly too much rise and fall in it however the judges didn't pick up on that so maybe I'm wrong one thing I would like Dan to do is just increase his eye level a little bit and sell the performance and dance out to everybody Shirley said she wants him to believe in himself and I think to get that across in the dancing he needs to perform it more he needs to bring his eye level up out to the audience and sort of sell it and say here I am I'm doing a Viennese waltz this is what I've got because it just looks slightly not nervous but just ever so slightly reserved so I just want him to perform it but for a Viennese waltz from a man who is six foot six can we remember was just great his posture was nice it had clean footwork the connection was great I disagree with Craig Craig said they needed more connection but I actually felt the connection between them because I think they're a beautiful partnership just to even look at never mind dancing um so I was really quite impressed with Dan the scores are in seven Okay, next to the dance floor, we had Adam and Katia with their samba. I was worried when Adam got the samba. I think he's had three difficult dances. Very different, but difficult. In week three, he had the rumba. In week four, he had the Argentine tango. And then this week, he had the samba. So completely different dances, but also some very tricky technical dances that if the style's not there, it cannot be executed well. I think this samba was actually quite good. If we ignore the samba steps, for example, and just look at the production and the performance that he gave, I thought it was great. It was like a completely different Adam on the floor, and it was nice to see that. He brought a fresh energy to the floor. He did. He was very uh, characterised, full of energy, very bubbly. He owned it right from the start when he was up on the podium on the stairs, and, you know, he took his jacket off he swung it around him it was just fantastic that he just went for it full of personality and just so much energy and in the samba that's what you need the samba is a festival dance so if he came out and played it safe because he was you know worried about getting the technique right or the steps it wouldn't have been as good as it was he came out and gave everything he showed his personality completely different to other dances that he's had and he just smashed it i think he smashed it on a performance level, but let's just talk about the samba for a minute. In the samba, there should be lots of bounce. He had a little bit of bounce, and it should all happen at the knees. And you should have what's called Cuban motion in your hips, a figure of eight. Not just a side-by-side -side rotation, but a figure of eight. So it creates uh, lots of isolation in your hips, basically. It was kind of there in places but it wasn't sustained and in the samba you need it to be sustained um his vaulters had no hips whatsoever and they looked a little bit awkward and i think that's probably because they were awkward you know that's not my opinion i think it's it's an awkward step it's not like walking you know it's really quite hard and i just would like to have seen him turn out his feet a little bit more in the vaulters um the crusader walks weren't great they were a little bit stiff and i feel as though you could actually pick out the 
pieces that were choreographed samba bits and then the bits that were sort of freestyle, you know, sort of party festival vibe. The actual samba steps were not great and I think you could see him thinking about them. You could, you know, see him not performing those places because he was thinking about the steps um, and the stationary samba walks were a little bit awkward. The hips didn't flow. It wasn't um, all sort of connected together. I do just have one little note about extension and his arms on the promenade runs. I just would like to see him extend every line and not just finish it or make it look sharp. I would like to see isolation at the wrists, isolation at the elbows, which I've said for quite a few couples and I've said that in previous weeks as well. But overall, I really quite enjoyed this dance. If we ignore the samba steps and just look at the performance and the energy, it was really quite good. But of course, we have to take into consideration the samba steps. The scores are in. Six. Okay, let's talk about Sarah and Aliash. Now, before I say anything, I just love Sarah and I think the public do as well. I think they love the partnership of her and Aliash and I just think she's just what Strictly's all about. She's the one that's got the biggest journey and I think I said that last week. I really do like to see Sarah dance but I don't think the rumba suited her massively. I was just unsure what to make about it. I wrote some technique sort of comments down but I didn't write much about the performance and the effect it had on me. Because when you watch any dance, it should make you feel something. And this week, just with Sarah's rumba, it didn't. Um, and I don't know what that was. It was kind of a dance where, you know, you probably could have looked away from the telly. And I don't mean that in a nasty way, but that was just how it felt. Let's just talk about some of the technique first. So the rumba is a very earthy dance. It's very uh, fluid. It's very soft. It can be sharp at times. It should tell a story and it should have lots of emotion. To make that earthy feel, your feet should never really leave the floor. You should drag your foot behind you, close your feet, chain weight. And I just think she could have done that better. So I saw Sarah pick up her feet sometimes and she didn't track them. When you bring your feet together, pass the feet and track them and then do toe, ball and then heel. And it should really ground you to the floor. She didn't close her feet in places. So that just made it look a little bit messy here and there. But that was only in places, you know, when we watch it on the television, we can't actually see her feet at all times because they show us different um, camera angles. So maybe I just saw the bits where she didn't close her feet. She did, however, have good hips on the cooker archers. The cooker archer is what they were talking about in the VT. It's where you are on two flat feet. You put one foot out to the side. You have a figure eight rotation. Your hip goes around and out and back. You close your feet and then you put another foot, um, the, the other foot to the other side. And again, you have a hip rotation in that figure eight which actually was there however she didn't sustain the movement when she was standing still and that is key for a rumba it's got to flow it's got to be filled every movement has got to be filled and on the rumba you always move on the two you never move on the one so it has to flow on the four one and then on the two you can move so i just think she could have felt the music a little bit more and i agree with craig because she didn't connect to it so much i think or that's what i got it did look a 
little bit polite, and that's the word that Craig used. Maybe that was a choice that she went for, but to make it not look as polite, extend every line, and I'm actually extending my lines right now, <laughs> um, but I just think she could have attacked it a little bit more and transferred weight from foot to foot better. However, I agree with, I think Shirley said this, that she's got a great centre and a great spine. She never hunches over. She really did give it a go and that's all you can ask. I kind of expected it not to be incredible because the rumba is never incredible really for celebrities and it's such a hard dance and because you know she's on this journey there are going to be ups and downs and I think this possibly was a down. Craig gave it a four which I think was slightly harsh um, the other three judges gave it a seven. I don't think it was high as a seven, I don't think it was low as a four, I think it was kind of in the middle. Let's get my score. The scores are in. Five. Well, what do we make of Tom's Salsa? Well, I actually thought it was really quite good. I do. I loved the projection of the pool on the floor. It had such a great feel. The salsa is a party dance, and I think Tom brought that. It was just really, really good. One of his best dances, I absolutely agree. What a packed routine, full of lifts, full of salsa moves, full of um, party. I just loved it. It was powerful, energetic, and just great. It really was. Something that really impressed me was his hand placement. Because the routine was so fast and the music was actually sped up slightly to fit a salsa in, his arms had to be extended and hit the beat, and they absolutely did. When he was spinning Amy and hitting his arms out to the side, it just looked amazing. I thought his placement was great, and his quality of line was great. In a slow dance, I think it's hard to get quality of line, because it always has to flow and in a fast dance it's also hard to have quality of line because it can't look like you're sort of hitting out it still has to flow slightly but hit the beat and I just think Tom did that perfectly. If we do talk about the basic salsa though, I think he needed more hip rotation. If for example we just take the back and forward salsa basic, he didn't have much hip action. It was there at times but it wasn't at other times. So he just needs to work on sustaining that and isolating his hips. But that of course just comes with practice like I say. He was slightly out of time when he was mirroring at the end. I think they did a spin and he was just out of time slightly. One thing I do have to say as well is he needs to improve his face at times. He sold the routine when he was not doing lifts. And when he was doing lifts, I think he forgot that he was performing because his face kind of scrunched up a little bit and you could see him focusing, which of course, he's got to focus on those lifts, but he needs to perform it as well. But like I said, I think this was one of Tom's best routines so far, if not the best. It was so fun, full of personality, and it really suited him. Just refine the finer details, I think. Get some more hip rotation, get a little bit more performance when you're doing lifts, for example, and he could come back and do that salsa perfectly. The scores are in. Eight. Well, wasn't Tilly and Nikita's Foxtrot just beautiful? And I thought the song fitted that dance and them too just brilliantly. The song was Little Things by One Direction and it was just such a nice dance to do the Foxtrot to. She looked beautiful. She was just graceful and it felt very natural. It didn't feel forced at all. It almost like she wasn't 
dancing, but I mean that in a good way. It was like, yes, I'm just going to do the foxtrot and it comes so naturally to me and I'll just do a little turn here. I'll just spin here, get in and out of frame. I'll do some lines. It was just really beautiful. I agree with Shirley. The positioning of the couple was, was just perfect. Tilly has to stay on his right side and I think she did that well. I do think just in terms of her posture, she could just lean back ever so slightly and just arch herself just slightly but her head placement was nice in terms of the, the direction she was looking it just all needed to arch back just slightly that's what I thought but just great extension great glide across the floor because the foxtrot needs glide it needs drive and I thought she had that it was quite simple beautiful natural dance again one of Tilly's best dances so far I was really really quite impressed because last week I wasn't a fan of her Paso. I don't know. I've watched it again and maybe I was a little bit harsh, but I have to go off the initial reaction. And the initial reaction of her Paso last week was, oh, I don't know. It just didn't connect. I didn't get a feeling with her Paso. Like I said, the words I used last week was it, uh, it left me feeling a little bit empty. And that's how I felt. So I think that's fine. But this week, she's just amazing. So graceful, so natural. The production around her was beautiful. I think she's going to fly through the competition if she keeps delivering routines like that. I also have to praise Tilly because she got some unwanted comments uh, from a radio presenter this week. She just dealt with it incredibly. She came back this week, she just danced and just was like, this is who I am, I'm here and I'm going to dance and I'm going to do my best. It didn't put her off ever so slightly. She just looked beautiful, the dance was great and I was so, so impressed. The scores are in. Nine. We went from a foxtrot from Tilly to a very serious Argentine tango from AJ. And wow, what an incredible dance this was. Can we talk about the production of this dance? The effects that were on there. She was in a birdcage. The AR was there and it looked amazing. I think she did really, really well with this dance. To be honest, there wasn't much to fault about it. Can we just talk about their partnership? It was incredible to stay so tightly connected throughout a dance and to create a story, to create intention and connection between them both was just off the chart for me. I thought it was great. So much better than last week's Samba. Last week's Samba was not good at all. And this week it was just understated. It was serious, just perfect. And I love the production of it as well. She had the feathers in her dress, which was great. And it matched to the story that they were creating. She had some great staccato moments in there, but I would just like to have seen a little bit more staccato movements within the legs. The Argentine tango is all about the kicks and she had them. They were great executed really well but I just think it was like 95% execution and she could have just turned that execution up a little bit more to have sharper more precise kicks when she was kicking between Kai's legs I just would have liked to have seen points in the toes but that that was it you know just maybe point them a little bit more 
that could be though she was in heels so maybe it's hard to point your toes in heels i'm not sure but i just would like to have seen that just the finer finer details would have perfected this dance craig said it looked a little bit choreographed which i do understand and i think craig thought that because it didn't lot of looks staccato and unexpected it didn't look like the kicks were coming out of nowhere but maybe that was just a choice that they had she did get a 10 from shirley she got a nine from anton and then i was a little bit shocked at moxie's eight i thought it was better than an eight um of course craig gave it an eight that's expected but yeah i thought moxie's eight was a little bit harsh the scores are in nine Okay, next up we have Hugo and Oti, and they danced a rumba. I was again unsure when Hugo was given the rumba because for such a strong man that, you know, is, was a rugby player, dancing the rumba again on paper is not going to go well. Such a great song to choose and I really think it helped that he had a good song. It was Leave the Door Open, I think it's called, by Bruno Mars. That's one of the lyrics in it anyway. But for me, it just looked awkward. I think his posture was the main issue here. His head placement was way too forward and I can't remember who mentioned that. They were talking about his spine and his centre. I think it was Shirley actually. I can picture her standing up now. He needs to bring his torso in just ever so slightly, bring his hips in and loosen his shoulders and bring his neck and extend it and have a perfect vertical line. I did like his arms. His arms were nice. They had some great extension and some great flow but again in places he just let them drop a little bit and didn't finish the lines. For quite a lot of the dance was quite stationary. It didn't look like he danced much rumba. And maybe that was just because it was a slow rumba. Um, but it just didn't look to me as though he did enough for it to be uh, a sustained rumba. When he did do some rumba walks, it just needed a little bit more grounding. He needed to be a little bit firmer on his feet, more connection with the earth. But he did, I think, have connection with the earth when he was doing his lunges, because I really liked them. He had great lines, his feet were sturdy on the floor, and his nice positioning of the feet. But overall, I do just agree, and I think Craig said this, that it lacked musicality. It didn't flow through his body, and maybe that's just something that naturally he does have the natural rhythm that the rumba needs wasn't there it should flow from the four and one so maybe not his best dance i would say that i just think he needs to work a little bit harder than the rest of the celebrities now the scores are in it's a four I have absolutely no words for this next couple. And the reason for that is because I think this dance was just absolutely incredible. John and Johannes danced a fantastic Charleston. I don't have much to say apart from words. It was joyful. It was colourful. It had great character. The connection between them both, the character and the performance was just off the chart. The energy he brings to every single dance is amazing and he doesn't bring the same energy to every dance. He can bring some different energy to the Charleston, he can bring a different energy to his Pasadoble like he did. It was just incredible. The coordination of his hands, his legs, his feet were amazing, his head placement, just brilliant. I have nothing to say really apart from amazing. The timing was 
incredible. There was not one point where he was not in time with Johannes. They mirrored each other perfectly. And I knew this dance would suit him because even in the ballroom, they did a lot of mirroring. For example, his American Smooth last week, there was a lot of mirroring in that, which maybe they could have been in hold for a little bit longer. But in the Charleston, there is no hold. You dance together. You dance side by side. You dance facing. So it was just a perfectly, perfectly suited dance. Great energy. It was sustained throughout. The lifts were amazing. The jumps, his elevation was just amazing. How many times have I said amazing? Can someone do a counter and send me? The landings of those lifts were so precise. His balance was incredible. It was just fab. He got two tens and two nines. And this is my reaction to those scores. Come on, Craig. Come on. Oh. Ten. Oh. Ten. Hey. Yes. Ten. Yes. Wow. Wow. Deserved. So as you can hear, I was just so pleased. It was just so well suited. His personality just suited the dance so well. He swiveled on every single beat. He had swivel in his legs. His arms were coordinated and he had swivel in his feet as well. And I knew Craig would be watching those. I don't know why he didn't get three tens. I don't know why Motsy didn't give it a 10 um, because it was just fab. Absolutely, as Craig would say, fabulous. The scores are in. My first ever 10. Rose and Giovanni, what do we say? I don't think we need to say much. What really impressed me about this dance was the acting skills and the story and the narrative. It was just beautiful absolutely beautiful. The way Giovanni signed to Rose was so touching, just so simple, but so, so touching. I just loved it. It had glide, it had passion, it had light and dark, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, I think maybe the past two episodes actually, it was a Viennese waltz, so it has to be smooth, it has to glide, but it can also have light and dark, and what I mean by that is some sharp moments, some soft moments, some emotional moments. At the start it was sharp, and then when they got into hold it became soft, and it took us on a journey, and that was just so, it's priceless, you can't get that from many people. Her frame was beautiful, she created, and I think I said this again uh, for another ballroom, dance that she's done. She created a butterfly shape with her hand, her left hand. Just beautiful. The finer details were there and that's what makes a dance just perfect. She had a great fleckle, nice and neat and tidy, and she spun with that fleckle and it had drive and it had power. Rose is such an incredible ballroom dancer. It's definitely her forte. It really is. I'm just so impressed with her. And we were saying as we watched this dance, she's deaf. She can't hear the music. It's amazing. You actually forget about that because she's such a great dancer. But we have to remember that because it's so important. The message that she's given out is amazing. I'm so proud of her. What I love about Rose's dancing is 
she's got such an innocence about her. When she did a cha-cha-cha last week, it was bubbly, it was cheeky, and she brought that side of herself out. And then this week, again, it wasn't underplayed. She didn't do it, you know, 70%. She did it 100%, but it was just enough. It had a perfect elegance and innocence about it. So emotional, very, very, very good. Such a high standard of dancing. I absolutely loved it. Just brilliant. The scores are in. 10. And finally, to take to the dance floor, we had Reese and Nancy with their American Smooth. He started off nice and strong. He looked great in his uh, captain hat and his outfit. It was great. He had a set of spins and he just lost his balance ever so slightly on those. Craig said he just needs to learn to spot. And that, of course, is something that is key for when you do a spin. Take something in the room and keep your head uh, or your eyes focused on that until you've completed your spin. Your head should always kind of be just slightly delayed. Um, so he could have used his balance better on those spins. But I actually was really impressed with this dance because I think he used his energy in the correct places. It was stylish and it was contained. He didn't overdance it. It wasn't too big in terms of his steps or, you know, his uh, stance. It was really quite nice. He had great flow in his arms. His lines were nice. One thing I would say when he got into frame, and I think Anton said this as well, is that his arms are too far back. And I noticed that straight away because you could see uh, the camera angle. You could see his left hand and that was not further enough round Nancy. And it looked almost like he was gripping onto Nancy. So I just think he needs to relax in hold a little bit and just bring his arms around Nancy more so he can lead better. And in terms of his fingers as well, his hand was just a little bit webbed. He did bring those fingers together, but as soon as he got into hold at the start, he did have webbed hands, which just makes it look a little bit unneat. I also would like to see him perform more. And um, I think this is what Motsi is saying. Motsi said she wants to see Reese see himself there. And I think what she means by that is for him to believe that he can do it and for him to perform it. I think he needs to just increase his eye level so that he is performing out to the audience and really understand and believe that he can do it. When they did the jump at the end, he was ever so slightly out of time. I don't know whether he landed a little bit earlier and maybe that was just emphasized because the cameras were quite close to him but again it was very stylish it was nice he had great extension on his legs when he was doing his bits out of hold he had great arms great lines which he's, he's really worked on so you know one of his better dances it really was the scores are in eight so there we have it. What a great show it was. My first ever, not one, but two tens this week. I was just blown away by John and Johannes. Their Charleston was just one of the best I've ever seen. And Rose and Giovanni, their Viennese waltz was just so, so emotional. Just perfect. Just perfect. So it has to have been a 10 for both of those. Let's now talk about who I voted for. As always, I did three votes and I voted for my favourite dances this week. I was a little bit unsure if I should maybe vote for a couple just to save them, but then I thought, no, maybe the public will do that. So here's who I voted for. 
My first vote went to Tilly and Nikita for their Foxtrot. I thought it was just beautiful, perfect song, production was great, and one of my highest scoring dances of the night. And I also just love Tilly. I think she's great. The confidence to come out this week, just, just great. So my first vote went to her. My next vote went, of course, to John and Johannes for their perfect Charleston. Everything that a Charleston needed was there. It was just incredible. And of course I had to vote for them because they got my first 10 of the series. <laughs> And then my third and final vote went to Rose and Giovanni for their Viennese waltz. Again, I gave it a 10, so I had to vote for them. It was beautiful. The story and the character was just amazing. The way she acted it, it was just beautiful. So, of course, I had to vote for her. It's now getting really, really good. I love this time of the competition because the couples have danced for a while now. They know what they're expecting. They know what they're doing. They know about the technique. They're getting more and more technique that they can apply to each dance. Like in week one, they only have the technique that they've learned that week, but they can have a little book now of technique that they can keep adding and adding and developing. And they're learning more about themselves and the way they dance. I'm just loving it. Now, who do I think is going to be in the dance-off, you might be wondering. In terms of the dancing, I have three... Well, I have two couples. But then I think, hmm, who are the public going to save that could be a shock? So, if Judy and Graziano were in this week, I think she would again be in the dance-off. And I possibly could have think she would be going home this week. Which is why it's a little harder that she's going through to next week. Of course, I you know, can't really say that, maybe, because she hasn't actually danced this week, but I just thought she's got a cha-cha. Mm, is it going to be very good? From my opinion, no, I don't think it is, but is that a bit harsh to judge her without a dancing? Possibly. So maybe she would have surprised us. In terms of my scores, I think Hugo and Oti are going to be in the dance-off, because Hugo's rumba just wasn't up to the high standard that the other dances were. Maybe that was because it was a rumba and, you know, the other dances weren't, but it just wasn't my favourite and it was my lowest score of the night. However, people love Oti and they always get behind Oti. She's got so many fans on Twitter that I see. So maybe they might get saved because they love Oti and they love Hugo as well. Um, but I'm just going off the standard of dancing. I think they could possibly be in the dance-off. And then we also have another couple who I gave my second lowest score to of a five, which is Sarah and Aliash. In terms of their dance just this week, not the other weeks, just this week, she could be in the dance-off. But saying that, I think people will get behind them. And then how many people will get behind Dan and Nadia? I think they could be in trouble because they were right at the start. So did people forget about them? Possibly. If I had to put it down to two celebrities who I think would be in the dance-off, I think Hugo and I think Dan. In terms of the dancing, I would say Hugo and Sarah. But in terms of who I think the public will vote for, I think Sarah could be safe because people like her and she's on a journey. And then I just think Hugo and Dan could be in the dance-off. And who would be going home from both of those? Unfortunately, I would say Hugo, because if he goes up against Dan with a ballroom, Dan was much better than Hugo. But again, you know, it's quite hard to call. If I ignore my scores and don't think about what I see, and I look at actually the performances and the show as a whole, it is quite hard to judge. Now we just have to wait for the Sunday show to find out who is in the dance-off, and you'll find out in a mo. 
Okay, so my three weakest dances were left right until the end. We had Hugo and Oti, we had Sarah and Aliash, and we had Adam and Katia waiting to see who was the second couple in the dance-off. The first couple was actually quite a shock, and it was Reese and Nancy. And I think it was a shock because his dancing has so much potential, and he gives it everything. But it actually wasn't a shock because I don't know whether his dance was too memorable. I don't think the public, for whatever reason, are getting behind him. So hopefully, in the upcoming weeks, the public, you know, start to vote for him. Maybe I'll drop a free votes in for him. And then, like I just said, we had Hugo, Adam, and Sarah. Adam got through and then it was the two rumbas left at the end so they all had us on the edge of our seats waiting to see which rumba we would see again and it turned out that we saw Hugo and Oti's rumba which I expected you know it was the weakest dance of the night which is unfortunate of course because of his injury last week but it just sort of is what it is and um yeah he was the second couple in the dance off he did improve from his Saturday night performance but just not not enough because all the judges agreed with each other and they all voted for Reese and Nancy. But who would I have saved? Tess, it's over to you. Who are you going to save and why? Well, what we want to see from a dance-off is improvement, and both couples came out and improved. Hugo had a much better posture, better head placement, and more flow in the rumba, which created a much smoother routine. Reese had a much better performance out of hold, everything was extended, he had more glide across the floor. I do think Reese in hold could just improve a little bit, it tenses up slightly, so just relax in that. I'm going to save the couple who I think had more content, who had more understanding of the dance and more technique and harder steps and so for that reason I'm saving Reese and Nancy. So another week and another dance off and Strictly week five is complete. I just want to touch on what Craig said when he was casting his vote. He was talking about how much respect he has for the celebrities that come on the show and I think that was so nice of him to say because none of them are dancers. They come from such wide ranges of uh, celebrity world, you know. Hugo's a rugby player so he's come out and gave it everything and uh, Craig just said they're so brave to do that, which they absolutely are. It's one of the biggest shows on the television. Each and every celebrity has tried so hard and brought a great show for us so everybody should be so proud of themselves. It's getting tough now because the technique has to be there, the performance have to be there especially for next week because next week is Halloween week and I'm really really excited I'm actually gonna have a Halloween party dress up I love Halloween if it goes well sometimes the character can take over and we forget about the dancing a little bit like other themed weeks so hopefully the couples come out and bring some great spooky performances I can't wait to see what's in store thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly podcast if you enjoyed make sure to follow the podcast on podcast platforms and that's about it so there's only one way to sign out of the podcast are you ready say it with me keep dancing